Today's Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Little Bits, the easy-to-use electronic building blocks. Talking Simpsons listeners can go to trylittlebits.com slash lasertime and get $20 off your first order. Ahoy hoy everybody, welcome to Talking Simpsons, where we celebrate the Feast of Maximum Occupancy. I am your host, Bob Mackey, and this is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of The Simpsons. Who else is here with me today? Uh, proverbial pancake Chris Antista. Nice. And I'm whizzing with the door open, and I love it! <laughs> Henry Gilbert. And I was born a snake handler, and I'll die a snake handler. Uh. And today's episode is Homer the Heretic, which aired on October 8th, 1992. Chris mm-hmm. will tell us what happened on this mythical day in history. Oh boy. <gasps> You just won't believe it. Steven Seagal's Under Siege beats the box office into submission. Uh, Nintendo and Sony announce a collaboration on an upcoming video game technology oh, that no. should blow minds. Oh. Uh, and sitting President George H.W. Bush airs this campaign ad. To pay for his increased spending in Arkansas, Bill Clinton raised state taxes. And not just on the rich. He increased the sales tax by 33%. Imposed a mobile home tax. Increased the beer tax. He assessed a tourism tax. Created a cable TV tax. Supported a tax on groceries. And now, if elected President Bill Clinton has promised to increase government spending $220 billion, guess where he'll get the money? We all know how well that ad worked, uh, and I'll end my news voice. I like the subtle hillbilly theme, even though that is yeah. sort of the persona he would adopt for the t- 2000 election. But you isn't know? that that's the, Repu- the, the incumbent Repu- Republican appealing to, like, look at this redneck asshole. He wanted oh, to put yeah. a tax on trailers. Sorry, H.W. Bush, not yeah, W. Bush. H.W. Yeah. Bush. Yeah, yeah, I was H. confused w. for a second. I was like, why would a governor or like a future yeah. governor be like, also, having that ad? it's funny to see H.W. saying, like, he's going to put $220 billion in spending, like... His son laughs at that. Mm-hmm. Laughs at that much government spending. Yeah. He's like he spent trillions, trillions. Oh man, we're gonna piss uh, off uh, any right leaning person in this. Episode. Well, I mean, this this episode's about religion. So, <laughs> yes. sorry, and I will say, guys. why don't you just back away if you're very sensitive to uh, a bunch of uh, like Religious left coast types mostly left coast uh, lefties <laughs> uh, types mostly. But the um, but but also that the the Nintendo PlayStation thing. If you yeah, if you don't know the the PlayStation, what? How do we say this quickly? The PlayStation is. I can sum it up. Please, Bobby. Okay, uh, Sony and Nintendo make a deal to make this. Sony wants to take a cut of the software profits. Nintendo says no. They don't say no to Sony. They go to Philips and announce they're working on a thing together and betray Sony. Sony goes off on their own. What's that? In public at a major event. Yeah, at, at like a CES, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's a consumer electronics show. So then Nintendo makes uh, doesn't make anything. Philips makes a CDI, and then Sony makes the PlayStation three years later. Yes. That's essentially... this Which should have been the new Nintendo console. Yes. And since, instead, they made, Nintendo paid for its own competition. Exactly. And please listen to the Retronauts episode. We covered that on. It's the SNES episode, which is a fairly recent one. Yes. I need to get back. I want to get back. For, oh, the Adventure Island episode. That is Ooh, a just for it's me. A, it's a deep dive, Chris. But Good. This, this episode here, uh, again, Chris, you're right. If you're a religious person, I respect what you do, but this is not the episode you probably want to listen to because <laughs> yeah, I, I think this episode wear. comes down on religion pretty hard. It's a George Meyer episode. Knowing that, yes. knowing who, who he is, I think it makes sense. Yes. And as a 10-year-old boy, this helped me deal with religion, I think, in a profound way. Like It showed, like, I, I, I was, I was... What the I was attempted to be drowned the Catholic uh, tradition that one yes <laughs> where the priest says get dunked and we're then, gonna drown the god into you uh, yes. that's that's what happened to me I went to a lot of churches I grew up with a lot of uh, neighbors and friends going to their churches my parents not so much but I was very religious and the more I questioned 
the nature of everything, the more guilty and self-loathing I felt. Mm. And this episode was sort of like, well, you're not the only one with these questions, yeah. like uh, that can point out these inconsistencies. Mm. So it's you're not you're not an evil person, and you can, you can find some humor in it. I'd never seen entertainment do that before. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I grew up in the South mm-hmm. too, and which is a very religious place. It's not, the Bible Belt is a real thing, especially 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in Arkansas, like my. Uh, my cousins and my my dad's only sister who lived with us uh, lived in the same town as us in Arkansas. They went to church all the time, but yeah. my dad didn't. But mm-hmm. my dad is conservative in that he definitely is like, oh, he's a Christian and Christianity is the number one thing. But I think he's also lazy to the extent of like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go to church. <laughs> though I though it could also my dad's taking a beating on this. I'm sorry, Dad, yeah. if you ever listen to this, but <laughs> I also think it's because he's cheap and he like. Not buying he a doesn't suit? want to tithe. No, <laughs> yeah. he doesn't want to tithe. He doesn't want to give money to the church. So he's so he definitely. What did George Cohen call church? A, a place for white people go to compare clothing. <laughs> <laughs> so he, I think my dad just didn't want to compare. He didn't want to give up money. Though the closest thing I did to going to church was uh, I actually went for about six six months to a year. It's hard. All the time feels weird when you're mm-hmm. that young. Mm-hmm. But when it was like seven. I didn't get to hang out with my best friend in first grade mm-hmm. because uh, on certain days because he'd go to church. He was a, he was in Catholic school, which was very different in the yeah. South. Like Catholic schools is close to like going to temple because you're yeah. a Baptist in the South. You are not oh, a Catholic. Yeah. You're For, not a Catholic. But, and- <laughs> but so I went with him to his Catholic things until... Until it involved too much work to prepare for one of those things. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, wait, I'm too lazy for this. And my parents are forcing me to do this. So, eh, bye, bye, religion. And that was the yeah. last time bye I really religion. So- I've never ex- explained. Like, I, my parents, I guess I can say now, we're not that religious. My grandparents were. Mm. So that's why I was baptized. Uh, so we didn't go to church on a weekly basis. So what I would do is stay over at friends' house on Saturday night because I wanted to go to church. And my parents uh. didn't go. Oh, so wow. I went to Methodist churches. I went to Baptist churches. I went to Catholic churches as much as I could because I wanted to be, I don't know, forgiven, loved. I, well, I, just, I mean, <laughs> when you're that young and you hear the Christian stuff about, you know, guilt and what you owe and how you got to make good on it and how you're... And how a man like, died for you, Henry. Yeah, and that, that guilt shit, I am not. I won't say it works on all children, but it really worked on me. I was mm. really susceptible yeah. to that stuff. Like, I was just thinking like, oh, but when will Jesus love and, me? I don't know. What will I do? Like, I, I, do, I hate bullshit. I hate to... Well, I, I don't know if it's... It doesn't matter if it's bullshit. It's about what meaning you derive from it. I don't yes. mean to to, to like make fun of people of faith. I will say I went to Catholic church for the absolute last time when my grandfather died. Mm. He had like one like for grandfather, he, you know, he wore a cross around his neck every fucking day. So like let's go to let's go to this Catholic church. And I'm there with my evangelical uh, aunt and uncle oh. who like and then and so we're in this Catholic church and just like <laughs> and like they're laughing and I'm laughing because they're kind of not necessarily scary church is at least up to date yeah and like this is this is like this is gregorian they weren't singing in latin were they it it was so boring and irrelevant (laughs) until until the preacher actually got up and like started to talk which is interesting and and but like the audience and like i i I always call on the simpsons them going to church is one of the more dated aspects of the show because when the show was out everybody i knew other than me was going to church and now i don't know anybody not one person 
who goes to church on a regular basis. So I do want to tell my story. I want to hear Bob's. I did not grow up in the South. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a town in Ohio that was literally forsaken by God. It was a God forsaken (laughs) town. And my family was not anti-religious. They just didn't didn't have time for religion. It's like we're a working class family. I want to sleep in on Sunday. Church is too much work. We'll be fine. Let's just have fun and be a nice family together. Um, so this changed for me when I was moved from public school to Catholic school at oh, age nine. Um, and all of a sudden I was encountering religion for the first time, really hands on. Mm-hmm. And it was church uh, that really disturbed me in, in, a, in a profound way because this, this episode speaks to me because uh, I didn't go to church on Sunday. I went during school. Like every week there'd be a school mass. And when I first started going, I'm like, what, what are we doing? Like, why are we doing this? Like, we could be doing anything else but this. Why are we doing this? This is such a waste of time. It's boring. I could be reading my book at my desk. Like, the existence of church and how boring it is yeah. and how it serves no purpose for all people. This is what this episode speaks to. It's not yeah. anti-religion. I think it's anti-the shit that Ceremony. goes along with religion. Yeah, Ceremony, like... like- Church does not look good in this episode. There is yeah. no good view of church. No. The act of going to church is is viewed as universally bad in this episode. But throughout. It, it, for me, it was. It was really boring. Oh, for me too. For like a kid. when there was a sleepover, I made sure to not sleep over my my religious friend's house huh. on a Saturday because it meant I would have to go to church with them on Sunday. And I did oh, I not want to do that. I begged to go to Baptist Southern Baptist camp because Woo. that camp had forty Nintendos. Uh-huh. That's pretty it, good. And, and, and a water slide and a gym and a projected movies on a big. Holy crap! Religion is big, is what yes. I'm saying. Uh, and then, and then I went through puberty. Women, women kept me going to church. <laughs> women, women, because women, you literally women, have women. to hold their hand. Yes, in, in like several times. Yeah. You can hug them sometimes, Chris. exactly. Uh, but get, it got to the point. But I, to- I just, I'm fascinated to know if. Do a lot of your friends go to church? Do you do you still go to church? I don't want to. Ju- you don't yeah. have to answer that. I'm in not comments, judging anybody. I just dislike church. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Well, that's the thing. I talked. <laughs> I was talking to my uh, uh, cousin about his evangelical church, and he's like, we were laughing at like the Catholics, and also with you, yes. and like, why are they still doing May this? The there's, of the there's Lord. nobody under. Fifty in this church, and there never will be well, again. Chris, before the sixties, it was all in Latin. Do you he, know that? He, yes, and he said, <laughs> okay. he said, my church literally has dubstep drops. Wow. Yeah. So like, we had a, like a cute lady with a guitar that would come in sometimes, <laughs> or Bible. That's man. pretty hip. Yeah. But again, like this episode really spoke to me because I got to the point after a year, like I knew how much time there, there was left in church. Like, oh, we're at the homily, twenty more minutes, <laughs> then it's sweet, sweet no church. Yeah. <laughs> it just seemed like an eternity as a little kid in, in Catholic church, Baptist and Methodist. I way prefer. So I mean, we're going on a bit, but I think it's important. Sorry, yeah. to know where we come from to know yeah. that we don't personally hate religion I, for me it's just the ceremony of it that, that like forcing it upon children who don't understand it i think is kind of wrong I, I, I i'm not the biggest fan of religion but i also have come to hate dogmatic atheists most yes. of all i'm an atheist and i hate those assholes yeah. i don't yeah. wear a fedora by the way well no that's the thing it's just like why like i stopped even saying i'm an atheist because like because you think i means oh i'm i'm such a logical egalitarian atheist and if anything you're a fucking fool for believing in, in this Sheep. demon with a pointy tail and the, yeah like i fucking hate Suck those guys it's dude. okay to go through richard dawkins phase you should eventually stop though at yeah. like age 20 or but something that guy's bullshit too and, i mean it, and hitchens too man fuck that guy I, I used to say it's not interesting to be an atheist we are all born atheists because <laughs> uh, yeah. you would not automatically make up a religion as a baby unless you slide onto you. a baptism pool so we're all born atheists and then I said that in front of my um, Tanzania friend from Tanzania and he just came, I said it at a party everybody giggled and then he came back to me 20 minutes he's like you know how disrespect like you know how hard it was for me for, to renounce my Muslim heritage like saying we're all born. <laughs> so I just don't say that anymore. No, um, I, I actually did hear that from a, a fan of mm-hmm. ours who was 
very critical of me shitting on atheists because I am used to like, mm-hmm. there's no cost to being an atheist mm-hmm. here. And I did forget what it was like where I grew up, like even... It was subversive. It, this it episode was, was subversive. subversive. Yeah. And when like, I remember in my like 20s, in my early 20s, I was working at a Blockbuster. I was working at Blockbuster mm-hmm. and one of my coworkers... She was just like, you don't really believe all that Harry Potter stuff, right? That's a devil. And I was like, really? We're having this I also worship Jigglypuff. Yeah. And, I, and I also told her, like, I don't go to church at all. And she couldn't believe it. She's like, what? I was like, yeah, I don't b- believe in that. And, and then I was like, I got to step back from this because I'm going to get, like, witnessed here. She's mm-hmm. going to try to save me. Though I could point out to her that, like, the other person I worked with there who was also super religious, she was also a huge Harry Potter fan. Uh-oh. So I was like, well, How do you wait. reconcile that? I, I don't know. Dude, <laughs> check out the Golden Compass if you want to be pissed at magic. I mean, when the uh, sec- that, that guy really hates you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when the he second, wants you to die. <laughs> when the second Harry Potter film came out, mm-hmm. I it was one of my first nights working at uh, my job before Blockbuster AMC Theater. And this is in uh, northern mm-hmm. Florida. And so a kid gets their, like, meal that comes with Harry Potter jelly beans. Mm-hmm. I remember Bernie two, bots every flavor bean? And <sighs> I remember two parents saying, like, we don't, don't give me that. The like, beans of the get, devil. We don't get that Harry Potter stuff. That's not for our kids. Like, whoa. I thought that was, but that's, I think that's why we have a distaste for religion in general. Yeah. The Harry Potter thing being the best example. I Harry Potter is not the best target. Yeah. It was just the most relevant. Yeah. I encourage it, people to look up uh, videos of preachers denouncing Pokemon yeah. as, as tools Ridiculous. of the devil. Ridiculous. They want to become the master of the Pokemon. Ridiculous. <laughs> They're not the most demonic parts of media. They're just the most popular. I yeah. think yeah. I could be more relevant if we get together as a community and sacrifice what is relevant. <laughs> so uh, I, I, <laughs> but we are talking about The Simpsons, right? So oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, we'll make it in one. Yes, we're all making it. It's time for church. I don't want to go. It's church. You have to go. Too cold out. Uh-huh. There you go. Fine. I, I do Keep think Homer ahead. the Heretic gave me the language I needed yes. as a kid to yeah. understand that yes. what I didn't like. It about. said yeah. to me, this cool thing you like says it's okay to not like church. Yeah. And from then on, I felt comfortable. Like, I'm not wrong. The Simpsons is right. And I'm, I like The Simpsons. <laughs> and I have way too, Jesus, we talked for so long. I have way too many <laughs> clips of everything just because I. I love this wait, episode. Wait, this is the first film Roman episode. Yeah. Let's talk Let about Let me burn that. this one off. Hey, okay. where's Homer? Your father's <laughs> resting. Resting hungover, resting got fired. Help me out here. <laughs> In terms of pacing, this episode's just like, bam, like Dude, it starts. There's no wasted time. So funny. They're, like, this is, could we call this legit the first fourth season episode for real? Yeah. It's the first production, fourth season, first it's film Roman episode. No more Klasky Chupo Rugrats people working yes. on it. It's film Roman. It is not just breakneck in terms of its jokes and gags. It is perfect anime. It like well for the Simpsons, it's perfect animation. Not too much, not too little, but doing things you can only do in cartoons over I, and over again. I love Homer. Feels like a like a pile of goo in this. Yeah, episode. yeah. I feel like Matt Groening probably hated this mm-hmm. these first few did, years. But, yeah, the, but yeah, the, the, this was so uh, the film film Roman thing. We mm-hmm. talked about this some um, in the previous episodes. Mm-hmm. They dropped Klasky Chupo. Now they're working with Film Roman, who had mainly worked on Garfield specials at this point, right? Dude, which were great. Excellent. Those Garfield specials, again, all written by Jim Davis, a guy we now hate. Those Garfield specials are amazing. They're kind of beautiful. They are awesome. Yeah. The, and Garfield and Friends was not a bad show. No, no it it's was a funny a, show. Yeah, it, it was, was a pretty fun. smart for a kid's show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it's run by Phil Roman. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's why it's named after him. And he'd worked on, he was a longtime animator in the American animation business. Yeah. He had even worked on... Uh, 
the, uh, the How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, that's wow, right. And really? Peanut Specials, too, yeah. The 60s. Yep. Again, I have a, if I can ever get the site back up, a cartoonchristmas.com. I'm saying this because I write about Christmas specials and not a fan of Garfield, and I was just like, this is amazing. Uh, the Garfield Christmas special and the Halloween special. Oh, there's only a couple more weeks left, and I can start watching it again. <laughs> but but this episode, I'm excited. Yeah, but this episode is so. I think they really they also made Bobby's World. Ooh. Yeah, and King of the Hill. Yeah, Bobby's World is great. Why you, like, you go? Ew. Yeah, yeah you're right. awesome. Right. Uh, well, I don't think of the animation as the best. But the, uh, did you notice? I wonder if it was intentional that this episode begins with a birth and so is yeah. this the rebirth of the series under a new animation after we last studio? saw sperm interesting uh, yeah. you're right yes. oh my god sp- wow they yeah. go out on sperm come in with they a birth do. yeah so yes i mean there are so many great lines in this episode like immediately homer is home alone and just indulging in being like taking a sick day right, from church. right off the bat i have my bachelor i have yeah. what, one of like seven lines of the show the joke i'm whizzing with the door open and i love it I okay st- i still say that every week. i say this every day I, I do it all the time i work from I home work from home and i always pee with the door open and i always think of that line when i pee with the door open uh, see that's not the one i think of i think of being in bed and just saying like i'm a warm toasty cinnamon and, yes well, to be totally honest more than anything rewatching this now i grew up in florida as we said uh it, w- the snugness of a really really cold outdoors oh. i like because in florida i loved it it's pouring rain great an excuse not to do anything exactly <laughs> i don't have to leave or fulfill any responsibilities but like being able to snuggle up in bed and just watch tv or like a nice robe and slipper like all of that i, I was romanticized for me yeah i think of that too when a I have to, fold. especially when i have to get up to take a pee like mm-hmm. should i get the pee oh god i'm too comfortable yes. uh, <laughs> but but eventually your bladder will force you up just yeah. like with homer so him in the shower i had to look up two parts of this so huh. first the song he's singing is the tom jones song delilah which All right. not like wow. oh, oh delilah mm-hmm. and, and then his radio says no soap radio. Yeah. Which I had to look this up because even the commentary doesn't fully explain what it is. It's well, a kind of gloss over it, yeah. It's a reference to a joke prank you can do. So say Bob and I are in this in cahoots what? on this and you're the innocent person here, sure. Chris. Okay. So I then say a joke. I was like, Hey guys, I got a joke. The elephant and the hippopotamus are taking a bath. And the elephant said to the hippo, Please pass the soap. The hippo replies, no soap, radio. Now, Bob, as my confederate, would laugh at that, acting like it's a hilarious joke, even though the punchline makes no sense. <laughs> and then it would wait to see if you would laugh along what? and pretend that you got it. And then if you started to pretend that you got it, they'd be like, ha ha, fuck you, that wasn't a joke. That joke doesn't make any sense. You're trying to pretend you're smart. You're stupid. Yeah. This it's is to I, shame you. It's, that, a, it's, a, it's a short con. Yeah. What? It's a short con. I only remember Bugs Bunny saying, no soap, Doc. Uh, in, in one one cartoon, it is a 1940s prank. Yeah, so. he, yeah. well, he but he said it in regards of like I didn't do anything. No soap <laughs> and, is an actual expression, but no soap radio is meaningless. And that, but it, that's it has the nothing joke. to do with like soap operas, like soap opera free. Nope. The joke is it's nothing, wow. and that, and if you laughed at it in the prank, then it proves you're stupid. Yeah, and so or um, that you're trying to be friendly. Yeah, <laughs> with or your friends. Be friendly. Like, oh yeah, that's a bad joke. <laughs> yeah, look, this is why I don't. And like we were pranks. assholes in the yeah. 90s. Pranks are horrible. It's 90s like, was peak asshole. Yeah. <laughs> The, a prank the joke is like you trusted me you <laughs> asshole so there that explains no soap radio uh, it's a punch and for flinching we were really mean to one another have any of us ever had moon waffles before moon waffles mm, a perfect it. chance to make my patented space age out of this world moon waffles 
Let's see here. Caramels. Waffle batter. Liquid smoke. Ooh. Waffle runoff. <laughs> oh, this is... I so, feel like yes. Homer toked up in the 70s and ate a lot of moon waffles. That's but what like, they feel like. The animation on this sequence in particular, which yeah. should be boring and Homer adding ingredients to something, is so... It's not lavish. It's very expressive, even but if it is a yes, bit off-model, which is what I like. It's it's just so... But l- very slightly off-model yeah. in terms of The Simpsons. I like this... I wish every episode was No, like I this. love the slight off-model look. I love when their eyes get really big. Their their pupils get big, too, in and these if you, episodes. If you want to see if, if my bias is showing, I've said <laughs> how much I like season two <laughs> and three... I bought season two and three on Amazon's digital video service, and I watched them like that. I really can't be bothered nowadays to put in a DVD unless it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> so I haven't watched season four since for about, fuck, uh, maybe five, six and years. And suffer through those awful, awful menus. They're, they're the worst. Yeah, they're like, the worst. Here's a terrible animation. Watch it nine times. Yeah. I, I remember like I made my selection, and I'm watching it on my computer, and it's like, it's 11 seconds before anything's going to happen. <laughs> like, there's a we were talking on this animation, Chris. There's there's 15 more seconds of animation to be played. I never, I never made moon waffles, but I definitely, whenever... You in my 20s, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to lounge around and make pancakes uh, for a long breakfast this morning. I definitely had Homer's lackadaisical, like, eh, lip batter splatter everywhere. I, mm, yeah. Batter. I, fruit I have batter. to explain this to my girlfriend every so often. One time, I had it was in a situation, it's pouring rain, and I just decided to get drunk by myself and watch Donald Duck cartoons until my eyes bled. <laughs> and so I didn't want to go out and get anything to eat. I ordered Pizza Hut online. Because like I wanted my ultimate wow. comfort food. Uh-huh. Bring it to me. I want a pizzone. Did bitch. you go to pizza.net like Sandra Bullock did in the net? <laughs> <laughs> Love that reference. It really happened. It's so good. It became our future. It really did. Uh, it, but they and I hate pizza. It's the worst pizza ever. There's a great pizza place right downstairs, but they don't deliver. Yeah, uh, and like you got to walk hundred feet for that. And I hate it. But I ordered once five years ago in Pizza Hut. Every once in a while, we'll send you like a earth shattering coupon. <laughs> That you like, I it would be stupid. You're not, not a franchisee. It wouldn't. It would be stupid not to buy pizza at this price. For and so, three dollars, just get a pizza. About please. yeah, about about two times a year, I order like, dude, a like a bounty of Pizza Hut for just me because wow. I'm embarrassed for people to see the boxes. I, I <laughs> we're in San Francisco and everyone's a foodie, so I like run, I like shred them up and run them out of my house. Um, <laughs> Simpsons will be right back. Hello, Talking Simpsons listeners. Unky Herb is really onto something, don't you think? That baby translator? Who knows how that's going to pan out? That could change the world. Do you have an inventor in your life? Good, because this episode of Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Little Bits. You know what Little Bits are? Little Bits are the easy-to-use, color-coded magnetic blocks that are basically like Legos that come to life in the form of inventions. Do you have a little inventor in your life, a DIYer, musician? Do you like Legos and wish they did more? Then maybe you could give Little Bits a try, and I'm only mentioning that because Little Bits has an offer just for Talking Simpsons listeners. You can go to trylittlebits.com slash laser time and get $20 off your first order. You can get started with a base kit and just, and like Legos, just continue adding components at your leisure. You can build robots, bubble blowers, pinball games, and it's kind of only limited to what you can think of. There's a kid on the website who made a, a keyboard out of a banana. Little Bits has received rewards from parent groups and tech places like Popular Mechanics, uh, and guess what? They also have uh, further discounts for educators who want to put, put them in their classroom. So if you have someone in your life who you think might like Little Bits, maybe you should give it a shot. Little Bits' mission is to empower the next generation to have creative confidence and curiosity to ask why and build their own stuff 
the unky herbs in our life. And once again, Talking Simpsons listeners can go to trylittlebits.com slash lasertime and get $20 off your first order. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash LaserTime. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. Uh, not to speak for the lady, but she just she came back after like one of those city days of like somebody came in the bar station and dropped their pants and let diarrhea all over the platform. And it's just like, I hate the city. I hate it here. Not to defend this person, but like, mm. I mean, if I had, look, if I was outside and yes. I had diarrhea. Was it you, Dave? I would just literally spray it everywhere because it's like, what? Why? what's your other choice? Why? You have such a terrible opportunity for splashback. It, it, it's like containing a how, nuclear how, explosion. How closely do you squat to the ground then, Dave? Are you talking Don't squat because then I'll get on my shoes. Are your shoes nice? It, I'm literally Nobody like, wants poop on their shoes. I'm downward dogging it <laughs> onto some wall. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've heard a really good story uh, that this, information. this girl, like, like in a car ride home is just like I gotta go I gotta go I'm gonna like something we ate something bad I'm gonna mm-hmm. die you get in the garage and it's like not gonna make it like puts your back against the wall like in a squatting position and just lets it all go and it's like just drop trowel or no yeah yeah okay yeah. and how far was she from a bathroom close but it's still like dude there's just a point of no return sometimes yeah. with that yeah. where you're just like I mean, I've never done it in my pants. I know that feeling when you're running and you're like, that was a photo finish, man. Yeah. Like, you could have had this, the thousand frames a second camera to, <laughs> to watch oh. how, how close that came. It wins by a con. <laughs> Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again so yes the simpsons are all suffering in church without homer and something i remember watching this originally my mom my other line of the show okay Nice. Yes. The uh, this is a throwaway line, but Reverend Reverend Lovejoy talking about the card table for sale. My mom so cracked good. up over, over that, and she was reciting that like over and over for at least a year. <laughs> if like, you've read a church newsletter, damage, missing a leg. But I love that it, it's dollar juxt- or best it's juxtaposing dollar. Homer being home and not in church with how terrible not only church is normally, but how how bad it is today. How he made how, validating that he made the best decision of his life. And he was cast into the fiery cauldron of hell. The searing heat. The scalding rivers of molten sulfur. Oh, I'm there. I didn't set that up well. That's, that's, there's no, there's no AC or heat in the church. Long version. Uh, There's no AC in the church. Everybody's freezing. So Reverend Lovejoy talking about fire, brimstone, and sulfur. It's like, yes, it's so evocative. I never noticed. He, you heard a crash there. He, he throws his hands back. And hits a bush in the background that is frozen so solid oh, it yeah, shatters he like glass. Off. I noticed great. that this time. Yeah, yeah, I never noticed that before. And yeah. it, but again, that's that's why this. There's so many throwaway things like blinking, you'll miss it. There stuff. are icicles coming off the pulpit. Yes. It must be like 20 degrees in there. Yeah, and I Jesus, my other line of the show. Oh, let's keep doing this. <laughs> That's oh, yeah, so many great lines. You must be the three chiropractors I send for. Now, start manipulating my spine. Hey, Mo, we don't know nothing about manipulating. You heard the lady. Grab a spine and get cracking. <laughs> Mo is their leader. <laughs> Why, you... Hey, 
I mean, I think of that every time I see the the Three Stooges. Yeah, the kid Mo is their leader. He's Mo just so. I like that's Homer's takeaway. Like he tells him what to do. I, like, I love the three, three Stooges so much as a kid. I had a stupid Just Say Mo shirt that uh, wow. you can see. I, hmm. I lightened up on the Three Stooges. I actually didn't like them as a kid. And oh really? Uh, I was a Marx Brothers guy. I thought the Three Stooges were dumb and too mean. As I an eight, like, as a fucking five year old. Uh, no, I mean, I guess. Well, I probably first hated the Three Stooges because. I played their NES video ah, games. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Uh, but then, yeah, when I saw the Marx Brothers, at, like a 10-year-old, I saw the Marx Brothers, I thought they were funnier. But they played the Three Stooges with the Looney Tunes when, <laughs> and, on my TV. Well, I also, when I saw the Looney Tunes, I was like, well, these guys are in color and can stretch around. They're yeah. more fun than not just, like middle-aged we... men who are in pain all the time. Yes. <laughs> and, we just get together and at least at least it wasn't the Little Rascals. Oh. Yes. Oh, it was, it was always stratified above them yeah. if I had that to pick. But I think I always come back to the Andy Kidler joke that mm-hmm. also turned me on them. Yeah. You said, yeah. uh, this is him on Dr. Katz, which is, you know, I think I figured out why women don't like the Three Stooges. They're not funny. They're not funny. <laughs> They're not Do you funny. think they ever rejected a script? <laughs> uh, but I, but that, I've but warmed you to that. When I talk I, about yeah. romanticizing things in this episode, bundling up on a cold day and watching Three Stooges, which I don't normally watch, but every time I do see, like, this is fucking, this is fucking great. Well, and the Three Stooges is, like, that's great observation of what was Sunday morning yes. programming in the 90s. Exactly, like, yeah. Even then, because you didn't, you'd either get televangelists who were basically shouting mm. at you for not being in church. One of your uncles time, or something? Or the cheap. I do have a, 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 a third cousin who is uh, Kenneth Copeland is uh, <laughs> one of the when the very predatory evangelists who take advantage of people's beliefs. One but of anyway. the things that we see that Sunday morning programming is that really boring news program Homer yeah. has on. Yeah, this is great. Come on TV, give me some of that sweet sweet pep. Let's define our terms, gentlemen. Are we talking about redistricting or are we talking about reapportionment? Because oh well, no can't win them all. We interrupt this public affairs program to bring you a football game. Uh-huh. Yes! <laughs> I love the logo for that program. It's like two two businessmen battling on a cliffside. One's holding up a briefcase. Yes. The other one's like swinging a mace behind him and like striking him. So I, I just, for the Olympics, uh, my girlfriend was really into the Olympics. I bought one of those digital antennas and a connector to my Xbox One. So I'm rediscovering over-the-air television. Uh-huh. It has not changed since really? when you, no like if you do you do you want to watch the locals news followed by mama's family you can <laughs> over the air like, wow. it's it's still happening and it's like I, it is fascinating and and again romanticized when i turn it on i can't actually sit through a lot of this stuff it's all public affair like well-researched smart people talking about local politics uh, and I don't know. I just I love it. Though. I honestly this, think that's why Nicktoons chose Sunday mornings yeah. to premiere because like what else was happening no on Sunday morning? No, they had no. everybody, every yeah. child watching after church. And so the the Homer dance animate. There's so much great little animation here. Like the Homer dance animation. Yeah. I love his great. bear slippers. His bear slippers. But I also really love. It's a little thing, but. When he's eating the chips, and mm-hmm. then he pours the last yeah. of the chips on his stomach, and then picks them up, like it's so well observed, like yeah. lazy fat guy chip eating behavior. He's at his like, most hedonistic here. Like this is like Homer <laughs> in his element, just just indulging in every id, in every id fantasy he has. Yeah. And when he imagined that this was the best day ever, I do remember my mom was somewhat offended that Homer. Put it above his wedding, <laughs> wedding day. day. My yeah. mom did yeah. not like that. He put and, it above dancing in an overturned beer truck yes. fountain. I, I mean, come on. Was there a lot of controversy surrounding this episode? This is 
Surprisingly, no. Like, I yeah. heard nothing about this. I guess the show no was parents. already controversial yeah, and, like, on was, everybody's hit list, so it just would have seemed like Crying Wolf. It was the naughty show for, like, three years, yeah. so I assume that, like, if someone hated this show, they would assume it would sink this low Churches for them. Churches hated him already. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, and though it does feel like such a reverse, if they made this episode now, the the plot would be, not, not this episode in The Simpsons, but mm-hmm. if a sitcom made it now, the plot would be more about somebody going from secularism to going to church, yeah. not about becoming more secular and not going to but church see, because like going to church is is the out of the ordinary thing for modern television characters now yes yeah. and that's and that's when i do see re- newer simpsons episodes when they go to church in the beginning it was a the joke was usually about man we have to go to church and you only see reverend lovejoy now when they're making a joke about religion or advocates or moral high ground people so church is not just a natural part of their activities anymore. no it's it's to yeah. make a joke about a certain kind of people in my opinion because they, they they don't uh, they do it in the movie and i remember like even in the the simpsons movie like they're sincerely going to church still that's still happening yeah but meanwhile like if they did it on the big bang theory mm-hmm. if somebody said you're not going to church or uh, another popular sitcom there right is no now, god bazinga yeah <laughs> Well, because they're scientists, actually, I do know from watching one episode of Big Bang Theory that uh, Sheldon's mom, played by Laurie Metcalf, uh, she's, the best. she's actually great. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's so above that show, though. She's his, she's his super religious mom, and everybody's like, oh, is this why you became a scientist? Because your mom is super religious? So far this year, my favorite show is Horace and Pete, if you mm. haven't seen it. Because you can, for most things. of you. It's fantastic, <laughs> and she's amazing on it. I think the only um, other show where they go to church a lot where it's not about religion mm-hmm. is King of the Hill. Like, yeah. church factors into the lives yeah but you still don't see it that much they don't have like a famous pastor character no, there's reference what? Stroop yeah they're, yeah. they're Luke Fisk yeah alright all right. Uh, I, but whatever Homer makes a the decision woman. to never go again. this is where the blasphemy comes in ah yeah. uh, my beloved family oh it's church <laughs> what did he say I on the other hand have been having the best day of my life and I owe it all to skipping church that's a terrible thing to say kids your father doesn't really mean that like fun I don't Marge I'm like never fun. going to church again. Homer, are you actually giving up your faith? No, 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 no. Well, yes. God, <laughs> it's a great that fucking line. Yeah. Did Bart say get back, you old bastard? Yeah, it sounded like you old fuck. I, I have no idea what he said. It's, but it's beautiful. This this was another bad pause by me on our tape. Oh, I, no. My pause ended in the middle of, no, 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 no. And then it just goes oh, next scene. Uh, it was oh, so yes. sad. But Marge's devotion to Christianity yeah. almost seems makes her look like too spiritual in this episode. That she's like, uh, we have to go to church. You're going to go to hell. I have yeah. to tell mm-hmm. the children you're going to hell. Which, if she said that now, that she'd yeah. look like beyond Flanders level. Mm-hmm. Marge has devoted. to be more religious for this that's plot a, to work. That's it's an excellent of, point, yeah. actually. Because to say this now, you would have to be like hyper, hyper yeah. uh, observant. But we didn't cra- question it. Then. Yeah. Like, uh, and... So then but, Homer has a dream. But, well, I have oh, some okay. of this. Like, I have a bunch of Because it's like, I never heard well, anything Homer, like this on television. Yeah, and this, this is, all makes so much sense. Homer is right, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's I can't believe scary. you're giving up church, Homer. Hey, what's the big deal about going to some building every Sunday? I mean, isn't God everywhere? Amen, brother. And don't you think that the Almighty <laughs> has better things to worry about than where one little guy spends one measly hour of his week? Tell it, Daddy. And what if we pick the wrong religion? Every week we're just making God madder and madder. Testify. 
I can see the bearded face of George Meyer speaking these lines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so well, good. from between George, his long hair. Because George Meyer came from a very religious family, a Catholic and a very, family, and yeah. a very unhappy one, and so I, 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 he hates religion, it, and it comes through in this. Yeah, yeah, and it, but like, oh man, what's the last George Meyer episode? Something else he really hated. Oh, I can't. Oh, uh, it was cops. He did. Yeah, the, it was uh, uh, separate vocations. Yeah, <laughs> not a fan of cops. Um, it, but like I love so Homer meets God, and I think if you're like me you kind of forget that they're shelled in dream sequences. They do clearly label them as dreams. Yeah, that's Im- that's important because they didn't want to infer that uh, God is actually talking to Homer. Because that's what yeah. I that's how I remember it, and I think it was either a book or maybe a website that included God in the Simpsons tertiary character section <laughs> because he does come back, and I do love, and I have to point this out, that uh, God and the devil are both Harry Shearer. Yeah, I don't true. think they're yeah. saying anything by that. And this <laughs> is his first appearance. The devil. This, this is the this God, is God's, God's first, first appearance in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil Hartman is a heavenly voice when Bart's don't in heaven, spit but, over it's, the but that's not technically God. I don't think it's supposed to be God. Yeah, and no. so yeah, this that's is God's God, PR, and he has five fingers. That's true. Yeah, except exactly. in the last shot where they screwed up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thou hast forsaken my church. Well, kind of, but but what? I'm not a bad guy. I work hard and I love my kids. So why should I spend half my Sunday hearing about how I'm going to hell? Hmm. You've got a point there. (laughs) You know, sometimes even I'd rather be watching football. Does St. Louis still have a team? No, they moved to Phoenix. Oh, yeah. You know what I really hate about church? Those boring sermons. (sighs) I couldn't agree more. That Reverend Lovejoy really displeases me. (laughs) I think I'll give him a canker sore. Give him one for me. I will. So I figure I should just try to live right and worship you in my own way. Homer, it's a deal. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to appear in a tortilla in Mexico. <laughs> that line really confused so me as good. a kid. Like, yeah. my, my, it's my ahead parents, of time. My parents had to explain to me the idea of, like, People see see religious figures in things. It's like the money-eating statue of Mary from Mr. Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that That's one. Great. I forgot that. Yeah. But the, uh, uh, so some sports facts here, which I'm sure I won't be I meant to look on. it up. So, I'll yeah. believe you no matter what, Henry, so please. Uh, so the St. Louis Cardinals aren't weren't just team. a baseball team. They were a football team. And they, left, they, they had left uh, for Phoenix to become the Arizona Cardinals, which they yes. still are. But so this was 1992. In 1995, uh, they they got St. Louis got the Rams. That the Rams oh, yeah. left L.A. Awesome. and so for 20 years they had the Rams, and now the Rams, the Rams have left back. them again Ugh. to go back to L.A. So St. Louis is now the only city to have lost. Two NFL wow. football teams. Now you'll just have to go to the dump and cheer for rats if you want local. Pro- I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't no, understand sports. Cheer for their World Series champions, the Who? St. Louis Cardinals. They the won the World Series. Team. Didn't they've won it a couple oh. times? You're dating yeah. the episode, Henry. Yeah, sports is a good a good segue to the next clip mm-hmm. because I am a nerd. I guess I, uh, I don't know. Uh, yes. Like uh, like. I love you. Look around my room; it's just a bunch of Disney, Ducktales, mm-hmm. uh, sci-fi horseshit, uh, video game amiibos. Uh, sports people are the nerdiest people I've ever met, without a doubt. And so you've heard us on the show. Like, what episode was that? I can't automatically think of every episode when we describe the plot. I can't think of the name of it. Uh, but sports people, are like, yeah, I ran four hundred thousand two hundred yards in nineteen seventy six, and. Always remember, but the people nerdier than that, and this always seemed normal growing up in these church communities, being able to say a old uh, name 
in four four numerics. Like ah, that Bible quote. That's a Numbers fourteen three. Yeah. Yes. And like, I, so I love this sequence because I I don't hear many people do it anymore, and usually it's only preachers. But like, how is this ever how we talk to one another? <laughs> like, do you remember Bob Austin three sixteen? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Bob I, Mackey four twenty sixty nine. I actually think of that with regards to a. I think it was Roger Ebert who mentioned this once that it's a rule in film that. If one character starts to quote a Bible verse, mm-hmm. the other character finishes it. That they both it's know kinda, it. It's kind of you have to because like what it's trying to do, um, what it translates to immediately is not only are you, you do you know that exact passage, mm-hmm. you know what it means. Yeah, you have you have the reinterpreted people, the literal nature of most Bible patch, but passages. But people don't do that in movies anymore. No. Like it, now they're much more likely to say, "Hey, remember that scene in Star Wars where like that's yeah. literally what happens in Civil War, Captain yeah. America: Civil War." They say, "Remember <laughs> that scene in Star Wars?" Yeah. We all remember the scene in Star Wars. They could have said, or they in, remember in the Bible where this happens, but they I, don't. I will say the unbelievable speak in an Aaron Sorkin show Ugh. where someone's like, do you remember the case of blank versus blank? And like, mm-hmm. oh, the case over abortion rights. Like, <laughs> yes. that's what they, but here, yeah. I, I, no, lo- like, I love this clip. It me when they say like, it's what, uh, 10 to 4 in Pickham or what? <laughs> they say that line all the yeah. time in Sorkin speak. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Homer, I'd like you to remember Matthew seven twenty six. The foolish man who built his house on sand. And you remember Matthew twenty-one seventeen. And he left them and went out of the city into Bethany, and he lodged there? Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of my favorite lines of the show. Now, I think this is a more of a Mac Raining thing, that... Revan Lovejoy is not evil here. No. He's not He's not a negative, repressive force. He's not sermonizing to Homer. He's not telling Homer, you're definitely going to go to hell for doing this. Like He's treated with a certain level of respect, I'd mm-hmm. say. And I know that Graining on the commentaries has said like he didn't want to turn Lovejoy into just their repository for mocking Christianity. Which for he him is to, now. Like, which he eventually he kind of became. Now. Every he, character becomes this extreme That's yeah. the perfect way to put it. And it happens to Lovejoy, too. Yeah, but in this episode, he is not that. Like, he is a good representative of organized religion, not just making it look all wrong. Mm, but I love him talking to Mo about Mo's religion. <laughs> Hello, work. This is Homer Simpson. I won't be coming in tomorrow. Religious holiday. The uh, Feast of Maximum Occupancy. Pretty slack. Well, you should join my religion, Mo. It's great. No hell, no kneeling. Sorry, Homer. I was born a snake handler, and I'll die a snake handler. <laughs> He's covered with wounds and band-aids. I, I just ended up looking into this because on a recent episode of Dana Gouldauer, a former writer of The Simpsons, he was talking about like snake handling. It was something the government had to eventually step in and regulate. Yeah, like, you're too stupid. It is, it, is a, yeah. it is a 20th century thing, though, It's and that's crazy. It's, yeah, the idea is, like, God is protecting me, so yeah. these snakes will not bite these me. But lots of people me. die from yes, snake bites. Tons of people yeah. died from Woo. snake bites. It turns out God is not helping you with this. Well, the this. devil eventually picks somebody. Yeah. Has to I mean, happen. that's the same with Christian science. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, uh, the the Flanders car chase is pretty great <laughs> yes. too. It's it's a return to the seventies car chase. Pretty much, we already saw in separate vocations. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's just the George Meyer thing. He loves seventies car. Chase. I love the hubcap flying off too. Yeah, well, 
this is again where the animation is just like at the yeah. top notch for this. Uh, it's I love when Homer just pounds on his wheel yeah. like, in, in the anger, and then the jump onto the boat, and it ends perfectly like the <laughs> garbage island. Like, I was expecting the, the Flanders car to fall into the water, just like teetering on the edge of the dock. You know, if this would have been season six, they would have. Yeah, they would have landed. We are watching these chronologically, and just I cannot believe how. Much better and better each of these gets to revisit. I hope you're listening. There Is everybody so listening? many jokes. Uh, so good. Like, just this one of Homer reading a Playboy. Is it play? Oh, it's a play. An interview with Lord <laughs> Michaels. Oh. Wait, that's no good. Hey, now we're talking. Our unabashed dictionary defines IUD as love springs internal. <laughs> I don't get it. I got that when I first watched the DVDs, like okay. a decade I later. I, I think I get it now. I don't understand vaginas, guys. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. intrauterine device right. that prevents I pregnancies. The IUD. Oh, I was. The, yeah. I didn't, oh, yeah. Sorry, I was. I was more on the Lorne Michaels tip. Oh, the okay. Lorne Michaels because, thing I got later. Yeah, I predate the internet, and I've had. Uh, I had to learn to masturbate <laughs> using magazines with photos of women. I think it, we're all no, from that era. No longer exists, but I, but I just wanted to point those Playboy interviews were basically the first podcast. Mm-hmm. If you've ever kind read of, one, yeah, they're, they're so like, like seventeen the pages long of the smallest text ever. Oh, and yeah. it's like and like they asked them everything and they where people would like make revelatory statements wasn't wasn't Playboy. I don't know how Playboy yeah, existed. No. Well you'd get to read the interviews where they'd say fuck yeah. too. They would just be talking normally. I'm sure you'd, you'd see Peter Sellers talking about doing weed. They're no like, shit yeah, I smoke weed all the time. Amazing. And like I discovered that after like, you know, I've wiped my chest off and I actually start <laughs> reading the magazine like this is an incredibly concise stereo review. I'm sure they invited you to the mansion, got you stoned, and then turned on the recorder. I'm sure that's what happened. But yeah. did I, you I, see the joke on the front of the magazine? Don't laugh. It's a car from Japan. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. It's I missed that. It's a really funny I, joke. Yeah. I, I was just... It's I, no John update on the martini, but it's still good. I lost focus on that, I guess, because I was just thinking, like, Homer's about to jerk off. Like, we're looking at Homer as he's as he's about to jerk I, off. I interpreted it as he, he couldn't... He can't read a Playboy on his couch ever yeah and, and, i mean and, he can't do that yeah, unless true. the kids are at church well though that takes me back to the beginning episode where homer goes like you bet your sweet ass like <laughs> that implies homer ever worries about saying ass around his kids which i don't think he does and there's too many great lines i love that it like for a little tiny tiny shred of canon that the simpsons is keeping at this point crusty is still jewish hello i'm Dude. collecting for the brotherhood of jewish clowns Last year, tornadoes claimed the lives of 75 Jewish clowns. That's a lot, The worst incident was during our convention in Lubbock, Texas. There were floppy shoes and rainbow wigs everywhere. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was terrible. (laughs) Wait a minute. Is this a religious thing? A religious clown thing, yes. (laughs) Sorry. Well, bless you, Eddie. Did Homer and Krusty ever interact before this? I don't know. Outside of, like... No, they were at dinner together. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. But, But... this is a very charitable Krusty in this Yeah, episode. exactly, yeah. Compared to the, like, child murderer of Camp Krusty, this is a pretty good Krusty. <laughs> I think this is, but this is, this this show or the episode bringing out, like, how many people celebrate God in a different way. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, I think Krusty was their only Jewish character, yeah, though, and, too, well, but there's one religious cloud. One thing, Hindu yes. character, this would also have been my line of the show. Apu, I see you're not in church. Oh, but I am. I have a shrine to Ganesha, the god of worldly wisdom, located in the employee lounge. Hey, Ganesha, want a peanut? Please do not offer my god a peanut. No offense, Apu, but when they were handing out religions, you must have been out taking a whiz. 
Mr. Simpson, please pay for your purchases and get out and come again. <laughs> what a deeply offensive thing to say. Yeah, yeah. and I'm mm-hmm. glad he didn't, like, the joke is on Homer being yeah. a shitty guy. Like, the joke isn't on Apu, like, taking it. No, it, ha- it happens twice with Apu in, like, yeah. I really, in 92. Um, the other and one's better. It's the other yeah. one's yeah. we'll better, to, but we'll, we'll get, get to it. But this is, this is also, this is the real line of the show. Yeah, yeah. I think of this all the time. That's the joke. Boy, everyone is stupid except me. <laughs> that, that is like that's that should be the slogan for the every comment section on the internet. Like, if you, if you feel like that, enough. if you've ever thought that to yourself, you're already wrong. Uh, You're yeah. already wrong. You've never had original thought in your life, by the way. Uh, I bet <laughs> I could I could have written a better thing than this. Yeah, yeah most every, comments are predicated like, why aren't you as smart as I am? Yeah, oh, God. Every, that's the perfect meme. That really should be more of a meme. Everyone is stupid except me. Boy, everyone is stupid except me. I love it. So at this point, Homer does set his entire house on fire yeah. with a cigar. Now, so, I, okay, so the, the, I would like to point out that the real danger here is not necessarily not going to church. But don't smoke and fall asleep smoking. Fall, I had a friend who fell asleep smoking, burned his whole house down. It seemed like it a totally lot happened. of people were doing that at some point. Maybe mm-hmm. they still are. Like I heard about, like don't fall asleep, don't smoke in bed, don't fall it's, asleep smoking in bed. The idea, like, it's, it's dangerous. It's, it's the double thing of a, a lit cigarette, duh. But couches and mattresses, yeah. like uh, the cigarette doesn't go out; it just burns further. And a couch loves to it, couch <laughs> loves fire. It wants to be your uh, makeshift fire. coffin. Now, I said I did a bad pause on this uh, when I recorded it, but I did a great pause on this <laughs> part because it it does like a it's an interrupted cut back to the same shot of the fire. Mm-hmm. And so when I paused it on the tape, it was like fire to fire. Like it looked like there was Ooh. no break. It was, I applaud myself. For oh, that the, one. the whole place catches on fire and all the of damage to the house is, is, is irreparable. Yes. yes. And I have a hope. I have a, I have a hope they got fired for that blunder uh, comments. <laughs> like, okay, Homer is skipping church. How is Flanders discovering Homer? Hey, How, yeah. What's he doing hanging around without... He should be in yeah. He's church. part of the volunteer fire department. No, There's he's not. He's certain clearly, callings that are higher than God. No, he's not with them. He's separate from them. They show yeah, up after him. just next door. Yeah. He should be at church. No cl- but that, that, the scene of him rescuing George Homer, Meyer, you're irresponsible. The scene of him rescuing... I wonder if he hated how this episode resolved, because it does seem to like be very pro-religion. Um, I don't think it's pro-religion. Mm-hmm. I just think it's anti-the like the bullshit attached to religion. Mm. I think he... I mean... It felt more like a Simpsonsy ending of "Hey, we're all all religions are good, whatever you feel." But uh, but the, Flanders saving his life is great, especially yeah. like the animation of him oh, diving back, back into it. It's so like, beautiful, great. Jim uh, Jim Reardon, Jim by Reardon. the way. Yeah, great. I mean, great Reardon, is also, your favorite director? Did you I think so. Yeah. yeah, him Reardon. and Silverman after him. They said it be on the commentary for the King Size Summer episode he animated mm-hmm. that. Reardon draws the fattest, funniest. Homer. Yeah, and, and that is definitely true in this episode here. Uh, and also, if you didn't hear the Patreon uh, exclusive season three wrap up, I made the case that Barney is the VIP of this era of The Simpsons, <laughs> and he's doing it again. And this is not so much fun. If you listen closely, just that he burps while hitting something with an axe. Oh, yeah. Hi. What are these axes for? I don't know. Chopping stuff. Gotcha. Ah! Ah! Uh, that's a nice job. 
This is the last time Wiggum can be smarter than somebody in a scene. The he's, very last time. He's at his most Edward G. Robinson. Nice happen, boy. Yeah. Uh, I did, by the way, the first appearance of Little John Shed, who I don't think we ever see again. No, he, uh, he, I guess it's like a retcon into being one of Sanjay's children. I assumed he was sh- yeah. Sanjay's. Well, Sanjay's got a wife. Like, we do know that. Like, Sanjay's got a wife. That's true. So, just the way Chumshed pulls the gun, the How shotgun. How I waited for this day, yeah. The, he just pulls the shotgun of them, the way, like, Kearney is, like, slack-jawed and yes, dropping. Yes, and the, the shit, it, it's so well animated. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah. this episode... We won't. I think I'm going to say this every time we do a show now. This is my new favorite episode, but uh-huh. the next episode will also be one It'll of be like that for the next, like, five years of episodes, You ducks Chris. are really trying my patience. <laughs> also great. They're so cute. So cute. Uh, and fucking Kent Brockman, again, killing it. He'll kill it. Ugh. Fire. Man's oldest foe. Insatiable, remorseless, unquenchable. Hey, it's out! <laughs> Coming up next, which work better, springy clothespins or the other kind? That's a great <laughs> local news, like, takedown. I love it yeah. so much. Oh, that is... that Again, that might be my favorite line of the entire show. We do have an especially or cruel Homer. Kind. Like a cruel, murkiny Homer <laughs> imagining Ned Flanders burning to death in his own house and him out in a hammock, like, laughing about it. <laughs> So yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of like a jerk ass Homer moment, like four years before it became jerk ass Homer. Is, it is, yeah. uh, and though also God does take an active th- yeah. case and turn yeah. in uh, getting rid of the fire on the Flanders house. Yeah. Uh, so then they're all celebrating in the kitchen, showing that well, the I, house I, I, wasn't I, that burnt down. No, it's just superficial damage. But it's more this this wrap up that I like so much. You no, know, I have a feeling there's a lesson here. Yes, the lesson is. No, don't tell me. Mm-hmm. I'll get it. Oh, I know. The Lord is vengeful. Oh, spiteful one. Show me who to smite and they shall be smoten. Homer, God didn't set your house on fire. No, but he was working in the hearts of your friends and neighbors when they went to your aid, be they Christian, Jew, or miscellaneous. Hindu, there are 700 million of us. Well, that's just super. That's just super. It's I love so, how patronizing so it is, yeah. Now, so, I, I wikied this. Uh-huh. Uh, currently, it's over a billion here. Yeah, yeah. I would assume so. I assume the message of this episode is it's, it's not like the whole church part of religion that matters. It's helping people, being mm-hmm. nice to people, like, you know, pitching in and rescuing them if they're on fire. Yeah. Those kind of things are what matters in terms and, of, like, where, where we are on this earth. And no religion dictates you doing that or not because all those different religions were there no Muslims though but uh, yeah they only had two other religions to work with Hindu and Judaism so Apu could have gone either way Otto was probably a Satanist they don't don't say it but he was there and Lisa will bring in the Buddhism eventually who knows what uh, was it Louis Van Houten was the other one and somebody else but I I think that's that's the beautiful message of the show and why I'm not like I was please do not misunderstand me I told you all the shit about me being being a wannabe religious person, the backlash was amazing. I think we explained our position. I was well. the first redditor with no internet, <laughs> screaming in everybody's faces that God didn't exist and you're stupid. <laughs> Take for the red pill, dudes. Uh, <laughs> totally am not there now. If I were to tell you in the most hippy dippy way, and yes, we're all Californians. Hey, why not once a week? Why don't we all meet up together and just talk and eat and talk about life and maybe about things that we should do and things we could do better? I think we turned that into a podcast. <laughs> we kind of did, and like, but that's essentially all church is. It's a celebration. And, you need, and again, everyone needs to be careful of this. A celebration of you and your community. And that's what it should be. 
But also be careful of that when ostracizing people and uh, condemning. And if you're others. a Catholic, and, you get wine. So yeah. drink away. Exactly, exactly. And I prefer Jewish wine. It's sweet. <laughs> it's sweet. Dude, it's Jewish disgusting. Wine. It is so sweet that uh, Minishevitz. I it's like love so it. Juicy. Boy, vague. Love it, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, and also, last bit. My mom. I just remember my mom was really shocked when. God says you can't wait six months. Uh, I got. Don't feel bad, Homer. Nine out of ten religions failed the first year. <laughs> That's game, Hendrix. God, hey, I gotta mind. ask you something. What's the meaning of life, Homer? I can't tell you that. Come on. You'll find out when you die. I can't wait that long. You can't wait six months. No, tell me now. So, I just remember my mom had like a little gasp when he said <laughs> you can't wait six months. She's like, <gasps> Which means that The Simpsons has technically taken place in 1992 this entire time. Oh my god, headcan is escaping again. Yeah. So the writers were expecting there to be like a, so uh, God says the meaning of life is, and he trails off. The writers were expecting there to be like, up next on Martin. <laughs> like a, like a fox ad to interrupt the credits as it always had done. So Martin were, damns Gina to hell. They were expecting that that to happen, but it didn't happen. So God just trails off and the theme song starts up so it was kind of like a letdown if you were watching it originally wow. like the you expected time. the commercial to interrupt the credits oh the so one they, time they, the voiceover they expected the programming to make the joke for them yes that, this is before the credits would get squished over to the side mm. that happened in the 90s but yes, that, like the, like when this in this era it would just be an announcer butting in like Pendulite on Comedy Central mm. you're watching the Simpsons also, I needed the uh, I needed Jimi Hendrix to be explained to me. I did not know. Who I he thought was that was fucking it. That's game, game, game Hendrix. Hendrix. That, yeah. is, that is yet another God. This Great season. Is, and this this episode ends with Homer compromising, where he's like, "I'll go to church," but he still sleeps through it, yeah. which yeah. is amazing. I love Learned I love that compromise. Think. It's like oh. it's still boring, and he's learned nothing, and he'll still have to go to church. One of my if this would be like. I could say, oh, this could be my favorite episode of season four, but when I know there's like four more episodes this season that I know I love more than I this know one. know every episode from here on out is going to be my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the this next for the so next good. like five seasons, I think I'm going to love every every single episode because the, the amount of time I spent digitally and lazily watching the first two, the second yeah. and third seasons, uh, I'm going to love. Oh man! But again, uh, this episode did help me, uh, you know, grapple with faith. And I'm sorry yeah. if we went on for a little bit long about our personal experiences, but I feel like it helps ground our you know thoughts about this episode yeah. where we're coming from in terms of our religion and what we believe, what we don't believe, and things hey, like it's our that. Show. Yes, <laughs> we'll say we want to. You have a fast forward button for a reason. No, don't no, fast no. forward through the ads. Don't mean that your opinion <laughs> is important, but also suck a dick. Yes. <laughs> I respect you if you have a religion, but please suck a dick. Uh, I've been your host, Bob Mackey. You can find me on Twitter as Bob Servo. I'm sorry about that. I don't mean that. And if you want to read my writing, go to usgamer.net or somethingawful.com and listen to my other podcast, Retronauts, every Monday at retronauts.com or usgamer.net. It's a classic gaming podcast. If you can still, I just cracked everybody up. If you can still tolerate me after this fucking indulgent episode, uh, Cantice on Twitter, lasertimepodcast.com. We do a bunch of other shows, including Laser Time, which is a topic-based pop culture show. 30 2010, a look. Uh, if you like the new segment we do, we have a whole show that's kind of just that, a look 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago of that week in history. Uh, it's really, really fun, and it's because of how many things we cover it's guaranteed to, to nail one of your demographics. And it's kind of old at this point, but I recommend the uh, Ernest episode of Laser Time. Ah, yes, uh, uh, I, was, I was annoying my girlfriend with Ernest trivia for roughly three or four days. So yeah. uh, thank you very much, We almost much, have to do uh, a Brett follow because Brett's such a fucking Ernest hipster. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love Ernest Goes to Jail. I'll be there for your movie. Will you? Yeah, I will right. be. Not, maybe not in person, but I'll be watching it. Well, home. you have the invite. I can come. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Uh, and I'm H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter, and you can follow my work at Fandom, where I am a senior games editor 
and I write about games all the time there. And also, I'm part still of the Laser Time family. You know, I did a comic book podcast. You can listen to old episodes of that. Cape Crisis, and I've been on episodes of Vigigame Apocalypse as well. That you have. But really, you should go to patreon.com slash laser time to listen to classic episodes of Talking Simpsons that you can find nowhere else the first season, as well as our season two and season three wrap-up specials. Just $5 a month for access to that, patreon.com slash laser time. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week with Lisa the Beauty Queen. See you then. infotainment.